6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. We are learning more about ICE District's future in downtown Edmonton. The real estate arm of the Cates Group, which owns, of course, the Edmonton Oilers, has submitted designs of what's called Village at ICE District to City Council for Council approval and public input. Now, this is the plan. It includes about 2,500 residential units and towers up to 25 stories with businesses on the ground floors, uh, bike-friendly streets, and a public park. Now, the area is just north of Rogers Place and it's mostly gravel parking lots right now. Joining us this afternoon is the president of the Central McDougal Community League, Warren Champion. Warren, welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Welcome, Jalen. I'm, I'm vice president rather than president. Oh, okay. I will, uh, I will demote you slightly then this afternoon. <laughs> Warren, I sure appreciate you taking the time to join me. Give, us, give me an idea, your, your, at first glance of, of these plans. What do you think? Oh, I think it's going to be a good development. I mean, about 20 years ago, an architect and I actually started the North Edge, and I'd probably written about seven, eight, maybe nine uh, copies of the actual zoning, so I'm quite familiar with it. And basically, they're following what was written way back then with the input from a whole bunch of smart developers and architects, and they're doing a, a bit... A bit greater density, but they're following the plan, and and I think it's going to be a good project. And what are what are folks, um, you know, folks in the area saying? Are you know from the people that you've talked to, do they they, they like it? They think it's a good idea? Well, the vast majority of people that I know that are familiar with the project, they all are a real supporter of the project. Uh, it can be a transformative project. It'll probably be somewhere between two and two and a half billion dollars at retail on this particular project. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a lot of money. And it's you know bringing a uh, bring a lot to an area that right now is what mainly parking lots. Yeah, you're even being benevolent when you say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, it, and it, we haven't really talked about the station lands, which is immediately across First Street, and immediately this is qualical stuff, and immediately on the east of the Epcor uh, Tower, there's going to be a very big development there, and they're mm-hmm. actually starting right now. And I, I don't have the, the dollar value. I, I've sort of not kept up with it but it's got to be somewhere north of 500 million wow wow so when you take a look at you know this proposed development and the developments that are going in um you know and and you've been watching this for a very long time as you mentioned you've you've written reports over the years on 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 different things uh, on this front what does this mean for the community what does it do for that area Well, when I say it's a transformative project, that's exactly what the case is. At the end of the day, you know, when you get to 6th Avenue on one side, you'll have a pretty nice development. On the other side, you'll have a number of rundown buildings, and that isn't the way it's going to stay, especially between 6th and 7th Avenue. Mm -hmm. People will come in, buy the buildings, knock them down, and build higher and better buildings. So at the end of the day, I think... 
the transformative aspect of this, I'm not sure how long it's going to take, but it will dramatically alter the whole community. You know, and I, I know that there are um, some challenges in in, uh, in in parts of that community and areas around that. Is there concern about the impact um, or, or, you know, I know oftentimes when we, we build new communities or new development, there, there's worries about pushing others out or the impact of those who are already there. Well, ironically, there's almost nobody that lives in this land, so it would be very difficult to push anybody out. But there is some talk. Wall Street Community Services will be moving to 107th Avenue on the sort of northeast corner, right adjacent to the, right across from the the brick. It's going to be a $30 million investment there. So that will be, that will alter dramatically their ability to, you know, do things for the people they serve. And at the end of the day, there are a whole bunch of people who misconstrue how you actually benefit the homeless. You don't put them all in a couple of communities, Macaulay and Central McDougal and a few others, and expect them to thrive because there's just no positive support for them. You spread permanent support of housing across the city, which we're a very strong supporter. And when you do, you put people out there where they actually have a chance. They have positive role models. You know, there isn't a friend of theirs every time they come out uh, of where they live wanting them to join them in, you know, some bad behavior. They can actually get an opportunity to get better. That's how you actually positively influence these people. I mean, if you put them in, in either one of these communities now, they have very little chance of changing. Warren Champion is the Vice President of the Central McDougall Community League, and we're talking about these plans for the village at Ice District um, that uh, has been proposed by the Cates Group. It is going to be in the area north of Rogers Place, which, uh, as we've mentioned, mainly kind of gravel parking lots uh, right now. Warren, do you think that there is a great desire by many to live downtown? I mean, I think we saw certainly maybe 10 years ago, even eight years ago, more and more people wanting to move downtown we saw um, we saw a lot of growth and certainly the 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 ice district area added certainly a lot Um, but over the past couple of years of course with the pandemic we've we've certainly seen uh, the situation in the area change uh, a bit or a lot some would say is it going to be difficult to get people to fill those places is it going to be difficult to get people to move back downtown or into downtown to start with Honestly, I don't think so. I mean, everybody seems to forget that prior to 1980, Central McDougal was a really middle-class community with housing prices 17.7% above the city average, and that's that's Canada. So at the end of the day, this community once was a healthy community. It just isn't very healthy now. But if you look at the opportunity and you start to really do permanent supportive housing around the area, just generally out there, you can you can have a, a huge influence on what happens both in our community and Macaulay, especially with Chinatown. Mm-hmm. You get rid of the chaos. You actually give people a place to live and you give them an opportunity to get better. So at that, when you start to do some of those things, then you start to have the opportunity to actually build interesting housing. And, and you are right. You know, a lot of young people are kind of how can I say, tired of the suburbs, tired of living out there 20 miles next to the Mac store. They want to get downtown. They want to do interesting things. 
And if this city is really wise, they will stop worrying about LRT bringing people downtown, and they will build a bunch of really interesting towers in downtown. People will come out those towers, get on LRT, and go to work somewhere, and then come back and actually live downtown, shop downtown, eat downtown, and you have life instead of, you know, sort of it being uh, almost a Edmonton downtown. Uh-huh. And that, to me, is... Well, it's, I've been saying it for about 25 years, but it's how other progressive cities are doing things today. Warren, before I let you go, do you know, we talk about these 2,500 residential units in, the, in these towers. Are, do you know if, if there'll be rental and full ownership? Do, do we know anything uh, on that front? Because I know there's people texting in going, will you be able to rent these places? Well, I, you know, I, I, that's something that I don't know, and I don't think it's something that the Oilers group actually knows. I mean, they're going to play a little bit by ear. They're they're requesting a zoning that will allow them some flexibility. Certainly there's going to be some rentals, but, you know, I would assume that there would be also a reasonable number of units for actual purchase. And at the end of the day, from what I've seen, I've, I've been very impressed with the approach that they're going to take. Uh, my only concern, because I heard you say it, is we do not need an urban village. We as an urban, we as a potential urban village down there have everything that we need around it. All we need are people. We need to get people living down there. We don't need to cannibalize the retail, whether it's Unity Square downtown, 1st Street or 7th or 9th. It's already there. We need it to support it. Mm. So at the end of the day, we really just need about, uh, I'd say about 4,000 people there would be nice. <laughs> Warren, we'll leave it there this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you for this. Sure. I, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I've been talking about it for a long period of time. Well, let's talk about it uh, as it continues to move forward. I, I will love to get updates on this. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Jerilyn. Yeah, yeah, take care. Warren Champion is the vice president of the Central McDougal Community League. So this proposal, and again, it's this village at Ice District, uh, includes about 2,500 residential units in these towers, up to 25 stories. They're talking about businesses on the ground floor, bike-friendly streets, a public park. And this is just uh, north of Rogers Place, you know, in behind where all those gravel parking lots are.